Uh, what a great win it was by the Perth Scorchers yesterday uh, over the Melbourne Renegades right here in Perth. We had a few lucky listeners in attendance and, well, it solidified Perth's position as the number one team in the BBL for season number 12. They have won the minor premiership and will have that home qualifier right here in Perth coming up on the 28th, which will be this coming Saturday. Joining us down the line this afternoon to talk all things cricket from Crick Buzz is Barat Sunderace. And Barat, welcome back to the show. Uh, no, no, no problem at all, Matt. It's been a while. It has been, uh, but uh, it's great to have you back on and uh, and talking some cricket. We've got, uh, obviously, the big test series to come in India in early Feb. Uh, looking forward to that, but uh, plenty of great BBL matches are happening right now as we build towards the finals. And, of course, yesterday we did see the Perth Scorchers with a great win over the Melbourne Renegades right here in Perth. Winners by 10 runs. They were 5 for 212. The Renegades couldn't quite chase that down. They were 5 for 200. And to a pretty eventful matchup. Uh, what did you make of of yesterday's game? Ah, uh, no. I mean, it's been the, the first Scorchers season, hasn't it, man? I mean, they uh, this is what they've done over and over again in the BBL over the years, where uh, uh, they have these seasons where they just find ways of winning. I mean, they look to be well in front after the first innings, after the total they put on the board, uh, but then just the way Finch and Co were batting, you you thought that they were. The game was being taken away from them, but they just have this ability to hold their nerve. And um, every time they just find someone to put their hand up, and uh, that's been the story of the uh, season for the Scorchers. And deservedly, they uh, will now play their qualifier at home. Yeah, they will. Uh, what's the latest on on Matt Kelly? Uh, do we have an update? He uh, he took a pretty mm. ugly knock coming off a bit of a deflection from Aaron Finch. It was uh, wasn't great to look at. No, nah, it wasn't, and uh, you know it's one of those things, right? Like that's uh, that's the thing with uh, uh, cricket. It might not be a contact sport, but uh, there are, there's always, a, unfortunately, a freak injury around the corner, and it was a freak injury. Uh, I mean, the report so far nothing concrete, but uh, he's definitely doing doing better, is what we've heard. So uh, it it didn't make for great viewing um, yeah, during a season where we've had like some sensational highlights. It feels like the PBL is back. Yeah. Uh, every time you look on social media, there's something new that's propped up, even when the test season was on. Uh, whether it was a controversy, whether it was um, Adam Zampa trying to run someone off the strikers end, or a sensational catch from Michael Nisa, or unfortunately, yeah, I mean, this is something we don't want to see, but yeah, it's tough to avoid, but... Uh, thank God it wasn't more serious than what it was. Mm. Yeah, it was an ugly, ugly scene, and we uh, we wish Matt Kelly all the best. Uh, Cam Bancroft, uh, could you talk about Cam for, for a moment's time? Because he was unbeaten for 95 off of 50. He was just sensational yesterday. Uh, he was. And considering that he came into this BBL on the back of uh, a Shield season where he was, uh, what, he faced more balls than anyone else, where he'd become the Cam Bancroft of old, where he would just bat time. But, uh, I, I mean, this is, uh, it, it's we've seen this before from from Bancroft in white ball cricket, but uh, I think we're seeing the evolution of him uh, in the shorter format, uh, or, or so you would believe on the basis of not just uh, last evening, but uh, a couple of other times during this season as well. I mean, he's always had the shots, but it almost felt like he'd gone into a shell as a batter uh, once he started playing Test cricket, and uh, especially uh, with the whole focus towards the 2019 Ashes once he came back. Uh, but yeah, I mean. Uh, with the freedom that he seems to have now, Matt, uh, it's so so good to see uh, Cam Bancroft do what he does there. 
What did you make of uh, of David Moody uh, getting red carded? <laughs> well, um, you know, it's uh, it, it's one of those things, right? Like when we hear, when we heard about like this this being brought into play, uh, uh, what a few months ago or a year ago, uh, we didn't expect it to happen in a in a live game. But uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's I don't know whether it's going to become a part part of cricket, whether it's going to be something which we'll see happen very often. Uh, but uh, hopefully, it is just a one off. Hopefully so. Uh, so, Brad, how important is it for the Perth Scorchers, do you feel, to, to have established that home final against the Sydney Sixers? Because, obviously, the Sixers are a really, really tough side to come up against. Uh, Perth went down to them not long ago. How important is it to have that home ground advantage? Oh, very, very, very important. Uh, because historically, and especially during the season as well, they have such a good record at home, uh, the Scorchers. A lot of BBL teams do, but especially Perth. In Perth, uh, they have a lot of advantages, right? I mean, it's a, it's it's almost like another part of Australia. So you put everything into the bringing everything into in, into the picture, whether it's the travel that these teams have to make, uh, or or everything, but just the crowd as well, the way they come and support the Western Australians, uh, and that's something I've experienced on all my trips to Perth. There is this. Uh, an intense level of uh, support that uh, anything West Aust- Western Australia do in Western Australia uh, it gets. So I think uh, no, it's a very big advantage. And look, Steve Smith now we know will be uh, available uh, for selection. Uh, he'll be joining the test camp a day late, uh, and he's been in scintillating form as well. So the bounce of on the pitch in Perth maybe uh, it could come in handy, or they'll need something to stop Steve Smith. Uh, but no home advantage, massive for Perth. How uh, how concerning is the back issue for for Steve Smith? Look, he's had the back issue for a while, hasn't he? For the last at least eighteen months or so, uh, or even more. I remember the Adelaide Test against India. He didn't show up for training one day because of uh, a similar back spasm. Last summer during the uh, during the Ashes, a couple of times he had that issue, and I remember watching him bat. Must have been in the in the first innings in Sydney uh, when. Uh, he made that hundred. Uh, there were times when uh, you could see he was stretching that back uh, and he was feeling it. Uh, so he's battled through it before and he's doing it again. Uh, but when he's striking the ball that the way he is, I don't think he'll stop Steve Smith. Uh, he's just enjoying his batting, not just uh, in the BBL, but just this summer. He's just been in such a good space with his batting and he'll want to continue that in India. But before that, there is that stopover in Perth. There is. If that back does flare up slightly, do you think the test team would would look at perhaps saying you got to have a miss here, you got to miss out on the BBL final? Potentially, yeah. I mean, look, there's one thing uh, Australia can't afford, which is going to India without Steve Smith or even having Steve Smith. Even the potential of him missing one test match would hurt Australia's chances massively. Yeah. They already don't have Mitchell Stark and Cam Green. Uh, but if, if it does come down to that, at the moment, um, and Steve Smith is one of those people, right? He knows his body as well as any other cricketer. So he wouldn't take a risk either. I mean, he'll, he'll know that this could well be his final test trip to India and he knows he's not won a series there. And for the likes of Smith and Warner and Lyon and Kwaja, it's a, it's a huge box that they want to take. Uh, so he wouldn't take any chances. I mean, it wouldn't even come down to the selectors if it, if it does impact him in that fashion. And what about for, uh, for Agar and Morris? Will they be missing any BBL finals? Uh, at the moment, it looks like uh, they might 
they could potentially miss that uh, the, the qualifier. But look, yeah. they're both part of that um, Australia Test squad as well. But as we know, I think uh, uh, the bowlers leave a little later. I mean, the Sydney camp starts on on Saturday, but it is supposed to be. I I don't know if it's going to be a full fledged camp or training session where everyone shows up. Uh, so it, it, from from all reports, it, it, they are unlikely starters, both Agar and Lance Morris for uh, for the for the qualifier. But uh, and I think the Scotchers will be keeping um, a keen eye on on them because yeah, they'll they'll need the, the firepower that Lance Morris provides. And uh, of course, Agar is such a key member of that side with both bat ball and uh, in a leadership. Uh, here with Barat Sundaration from Crick Buzz on Sports Drive this afternoon. Uh, Barat, let's just take a quick look at the Brisbane Heat. They sit in third position on the BBL ladder. They had a good win over the weekend against the Melbourne Stars. They look like they're firing at the moment. How do you rate them when you compare them to sides like the Perth Scorchers, like the Sydney Sixers and you know, amongst the other teams around the mark in the BBL? Uh, no, I mean they've had a, a spectacular second half of the season, haven't they? Uh, it's almost like Matt Renshaw. The innings he played the other day was it ten days ago? Uh, completely sort of uh, turned the season around for them. And, and look, I mean the Brisbane Heat have been one of the teams in the history of the BBL. What this would just be the fourth time that they made the the final stage, right? Like in the last twelve seasons, anyway. So, um, and at the start of the the season, you thought they were struggling a little bit. Back when the Adelaide Strikers were, uh, you know, my home team were on fire. Uh, but they've really made a great comeback. And uh, look, that win last night again, uh, another one of their standout performers uh, this season, Spencer Johnson, keeping his, uh, holding his nerve in the end. And uh, more or less has confirmed a spot for them in the finals. They still have to win or hope that some other results go their way. But they have the momentum with them. Uh, and, you know, Usman Khawaja and Manas haven't done so much so far with the bats since they've come in from the test team. Uh, but, you know, in a crunch game, you would back the likes of those two to come good as well. But uh, they're just shaping up well. They're peaking at the right time. as uh, It's so important in these kind of How do you see it playing out between the Renegades and the Sydney Thunder? Who gets that, that fourth spot? Oh, I mean, uh, well, the strikers are out completely. <laughs> they could uh, spoil the party. I mean, they've had taken such a beating after their loss to the Scorchers at home the other day. Uh, I was supposed to go for that game, thankfully I didn't. Uh, it didn't last for too long, did it? But, uh, <laughs> uh, but they could have a say, but yeah, I mean, the net run rate is impacted by such a big margin that uh, you would back uh, the, the Renegades to kind of get over the line uh, against them, and that would put them in a very good position. Uh, the, the Thunder have been interesting. I mean, they've uh, kind of blown hot and cold at different parts of the of the season. But, uh, look, I just have a sneaky feeling that uh, the, the Renegades might just sneak through. Uh, Barat, before I do let you go, with the finals of the BBL coming up, you mentioned earlier on that you feel like the BBL is back this season. Where does it sit uh, when you compare it to the rest of the world in terms of T20 competitions, when we take a look around... The world, obviously, there's there's certain leagues that are offering a, a fair bit of money, but wh- but where does it sit amongst the T20 competitions? Now, I mean, it has definitely slipped down uh, in the last few years. I mean, the IPL is of course uh, right on top, but even the likes of the CPL and the the PSL or even the Bangladesh Premier League had kind of emerged as places where they were offering a lot more money for the players, so they were getting more high profile players. And, and the BBL, in terms of its length, it, it was struggling to to keep up. 
but what we've seen this season is, and almost unexpected, after the disappointment of the draft, in in a in a sense, um, you thought the BBL BBL might flounder again, but it, it's gone back to producing the kind of highlights that are prop up on social media and and get you interested. Like on a daily basis, we've seen um, things happen, and, and that that when the BBL was at its peak as a tournament, that that was its main uh, like the excitement around it was. Like not only were you seeing great cricket and great performances, but there were always these moments that would stand out, uh, which would then keep playing out on social media and add to the hype around it. So I think that in that fashion, uh, that sense, it's back. But having said that, the competition just keeps increasing. Right, right now, while the BBL is on, you have the South Africa Premier League, uh, you have the the league going on in the UAE. Uh, there's the Bangladesh Premier League going on as well, where it's just. The players are spread out everywhere. I mean, we've seen the likes of Chris Lynn and Rashid Khan um, leave for, uh, uh, for leave over for overseas. Marcus Toynis would be heading to the UAE soon as well. Um, so, I mean, cricket itself is in a very interesting place right now as a sport. The landscape is changing right in front of our eyes, and this is a huge year. Uh, and the new broadcast rights having um, you know cropped up now, uh, we'll see the BBL continue with 61 games for another season. Of course, there is some talk of uh, reducing it. Uh, not two summers from now, but the, the next summer. But it, it'll be interesting to see. But I think, in a way, just in terms of the crowds coming back and the support that the tournament has received this time, I, maybe the time is right for the BBL to uh, make it start making its way back up. But uh, it's not going to be easy. Like I said, uh, there'll be more leagues coming up. Canada, USA, not too far away. Mm. Uh, but if they can keep producing the performance that the performances that they have this season. Uh, I, I think the BBA will try to get its own own back soon enough. Yeah, it's been uh, a very fun season to watch indeed. Uh, just a quick tip from you, Barat, before I do let you go. It's been uh, a pleasure having you on as always. We've got uh, the Hurricanes up against the Sixers tonight. Um, uh, the Hurricanes are more or less out of it, aren't they? Uh, but if they do win, and I, I'm backing them to win, uh, sort of, uh, they could kind of spoil the party. So uh, we will wait and watch. I mean, it's going to be an interesting contest, and uh, we'll see. You know, again, we spoke about uh, uh, Steve Smith and uh, you know his fitness. We'll see how that plays out today as well. So even though it might not be very very consequential in the, the overall scheme of things, uh, I still think it'll be a good one. Barat, thank you very much for your time. Enjoy the rest of your day. And it, Matt, you have a great evening.